Hello, and welcome to The Panelists. I'm your host, Molly, and I don't know what year it is. Joining me are our preeminent internet experts. On my shave side, we have Graham and Adam. What is your team name? Team Unprotected Chair Shots to the Head. Mm -hmm. We're now banned by the WWF. Yeah. And on my hair side, we have Ian and Serge. What is your team name? We are Team Craft Brew, because I love to brew. And I just watched the craft. Good news! You are the world champion of something that is neither glamorous nor particularly useful, but you're still the best at it. Are you the world champion of guessing the number of jelly beans in a jar or other rigid container, or long distance pissing? Team Craft Brew. Knowing the number of jelly beans that are in a jar is, it's a very specialized skill, and that mm -hmm. could win us a lot of very large stuffed animals at the fair. Totally. But I think, to be honest, what's going to What's going to let us go the distance, if it were, is long distance pissing. I agree. Yeah. I've been training my body for years for this. I just didn't know that the time was going to come where the, it would be measured. Mm -hmm. I am perfectly comfortable with how far I can piss. I don't think I need to go pro. Yeah. You know what else I don't have to deal with? Mm -hmm. Somebody asking me for a cup of my piss for the distance that I'm pissing. Oh, yeah. The drug testing for pissing contests must be just unreal. Yeah. What if we pivot? What if us pissing for distances, just owning things with our, with our manly musk isn't enough? What if we help out those people who do need a little bit of help in, say, the athletic department? What if we give our services to people who do need to take those piss tests? We just ninja style get ourselves in the floor, you know, where they're going to be taking the tests. And instead of, you know, athlete who needs a little bit of help in the, in the drug department, pissed yeah. into a cup. We just piss straight up and it arcs nicely oh, back amazing. into the cup. What's that movie where they bend bullets? It's that, but with our piss. The Matrix, yeah. yeah but with there's an athlete, they're sweating, there's like, we're going to fail, we're going to fail, and they just reach out, we like bend it around a corner Watch in. Piss oh, we're piss ninjas. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're so smart. They're adding so many things as exhibition sports to the Olympics. If, if we're considering the possibility that a literal pissing contest might be an Olympic sport, I don't know why jelly bean counting couldn't be. Yeah. I mean, would we be banned, though? Like, is that a problem we no. can run into? No, no, we're, we're, just, good? we're just the world champion. We're just the best at it. Oh! We just happen to be that year's world champion. Mm -hmm. Also, the Olympic costumes for jelly bean counting mm -hmm. would probably be way more practical <laughs> than the pissing than contest. The, yeah. Though I do want to see what... Olympic piss contest uniforms would look like. Just a diaper. I don't know how you'd air this contest. Yeah, that's a... Sponsorship is a problem yeah. for the pissing contest. Jelly beans... Oh, just logo, right? You just, like, airbrush a logo right down the side. So I walk out in a leotard. You know, as a competitor, I can walk you through the whole process. Mm -hmm. We've got the branding everywhere. Then the screen goes mosaic, and you cut to the audience, and they all go wild, and they come out with a measuring tape. It's just like any other spectator sport. Yeah, you really need just like a, a small receptacle at the end of the uh, the end of the sock, as it were, for for which the piss to escape. Easy access. Uh, what describe for us, just really for my edification, this might not make the episode. The what the competitive pissing court looks like. Well, the Olympics is all about budget, so we actually use the same course as the long jump. And it's tough because you run up right to the sandbox, you try and get the momentum, but if you step over the line, you get, uh, you get demerits against you. But you have three attempts to get the maximum distance. You can get a running start at your long distance piss. Not a lot of people do it ever since the, the, the Fildebury flop was invented. You know, you just walk up to the line, flop it out, and then that gives you the momentum to, to arc it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's really a, a, an athlete's choice. 
I assume they'd use the venue from the fencing competition. It's it's called a piste. Jesus Christ. So I think we've learned that we know very specific Olympic jokes. Do I need to leverage the popularity of being a one-time world champion uh -huh. into sponsorship deals? Mm -hmm. Can I get on a Wheaties box as a one-time gold medalist I world mean, champion? They, an Olympic medal is an Olympic medal, surely. Yeah. The, it doesn't matter what you get it in, it's still prestigious. Long distance pissing is useful wherever you are. If you don't want to get, or if you are in a job where you can't get up from your desk to go to the bathroom, you just aim it and, you know, send it on its way. Yeah. You know, if we're at a convention and we can't leave the booth for whatever reason, just make it happen elsewhere. Yeah. Whereas I think the problem with being able to guess the number of jelly beans in a jar that's, you know, that's all well and good. It might even be good as a party trick. The problem is someone still has to count those beans to find out whether you're correct or not. There's, there, there's no trust there. With ours, the power is self-evident. I'm desperately trying to come up with any other useful application for there's being not. able to count it's jelly beans like, in a rigid container. It's, it kind of happens to a lot of like very high caliber athletes mm -hmm. is that they are really good at something and then the thing stops and they don't have anything, so we could get into acting. Yeah. We could get into doing infomercials. We'd probably, actually, we would probably sell furniture or mattresses. Or jelly beans. Or jelly beans. Yeah. We'd be like, we have 10,000 jelly beans in our warehouse and you can trust us. Oh, that's true. And then like a little... <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's like, that's a guarantee. Yeah. And then we flash the gold medals and that's it. Well, yeah, we wear the gold medals through the whole... It's, it's like a button-up shirt and a suit coat, but then the, no tie, just the gold medal. Yeah. Yeah, and be like, hey, what's up? It's, yeah, come on down to, to Graham and Adam's Furniture, Mattress, and Jelly Bean Warehouse. <laughs> we know we can precisely tell you the internal volume of all of this furniture. Yeah. We had to fill it with jelly beans to do it, but boy, can we. <laughs> do you know who has money? I'll give you an answer. Boomers. Oh, do they ever? Boomers They're so them. wealthy. And you know what's up with boomers? Mm -hmm. They're getting old. And you know what happens when you get old? All kinds of bathroom problems. Exactly. All your rings get nice and loose. Yeah. And who are they going to trust with their piss? Why? Olympic pissers. Exactly. Olympic pissers getting the deal for depends. Yeah. Yeah. All that sponsorship money. When you need to go the distance, you can count on Ian and Surge. You can depend on us. I don't know that long distance pissers would be a great depends spokesperson, being as you're literally known for the complete opposite of keeping your urine nice and safe. Look, if depends can handle our force, they can handle what you can bring to the table. Yeah. I just got a mental image of a, someone lasering a depends in half with their yeah. own yeah. stream. It's like when when they cut things in half with water pressure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like that scene at the end of Akira with the laser from orbit, just <laughs> but with piss. I mean, I don't really actually care about the uh, the quality of the diapers. I just want to know that sponsorship know, the, money. Yeah, exactly. We get the sponsorship <laughs> money. We're the face of Depends. Whereas we are not the face of Depends. Yeah, there's really nothing worse than a washed-up athlete selling diapers. <laughs> what else would we sell? Mattresses. If there's one thing I know that doesn't go together with piss, it's mattresses. Time out, Ian. What are other things that you don't go, that go well with piss? You sound like you have a list in your head. I'm really certain that we're not going to get the iPhone endorsement because of our peeing. 
I mean, maybe if they increase the water the, the waterproof level to IP. I, I regret that I asked. <laughs> so, what we've concluded is that we can turn anything into a sport, apparently, be it long distance pissing or guessing the number of beans in a jar. And so I confer upon each team uh, bronze medals. Thank you. Because you are champions in the eyes of this contest. Get in here. I mean, can we? Is it possible to? I don't think it. No. No. Yeah, there we go. It, it fits. No, yep. like, is this doable? There. So I'm going to read this. You have to maintain these poses while I read this, yeah? Oh, oh, yeah. Good news. Time travel is real. But like any travel, it's poorly regulated and mostly tourism. And there are time travel agencies to cut through the mess on your behalf. Did Douglas Adams write about this? Maybe. Ray Bradbury did. Anyway. To limit the travel company's liability, it only offers trips to points on your own timeline, so that if something messes up, it doesn't break time itself. So you have a Groupon for two that is about to expire to a specific point on your own timeline. Has to be an event, an appointment with an address and so on. And you have to take each other. Where do you go? Adam. Yes, ma'am. I can tell you specific dates that I went to Disneyland. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What if we just go to Disneyland? Yeah, with like old Graham? I don't want to relive parts of my youth. There's like lots of embarrassing stuff in there. Yeah. I think about it at night enough. I don't need to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Right? There's a lot of weird stuff that I could take you to, Graham. I, great? Good? <laughs> Is that good? Uh, it was my first hockey game. Right. My parents were in the crowd, and I got on a breakaway. Okay. And... My entire family, they started yelling, Adam, shoot the puck, shoot the puck, shoot the puck. <laughs> so Adam Savadan turns his stick around like a machine gun and goes, eh, and then crashes into the goalie. So, so here's the thing. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. And you're a great storyteller. I feel like I'm already there. Yeah. We go there and I see that happen and yeah. it's like, ha. Yeah. And then we just have to watch the rest of this peewee hockey game. Yeah. With your extended family. Yeah. With like... And me pretend not to know them. Yeah, me That's and a weird. guy who is you from the future <laughs> yes. or whatever. I'm you but stronger. Yeah. But if we go to Disneyland, we could just ditch my family and just go on some rides. Ooh. You wouldn't hang out with yourself? I, I don't think I need... that. I don't think me at that age needs <laughs> me that kind of head fuck. <laughs> it would be entertaining as shit, though. You know what would be funny is you could say to young me, you could say, I'm you from the future. <laughs> just, see, just see what he does. And then I could be like, nah, yeah. it's me. Also, <laughs> yeah. they don't sell alcohol at Disneyland, right? <laughs> so we could like have a f several drinks yeah. and be like, all right, time travel. <laughs> and then just get to Disneyland already in you know, a couple a couple. Oh minutes. yeah, that's that's even better. Thunder Mountain. What a good use of time travel. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what did you do? Uh, we got wasted and then we went back in time because they don't serve alcohol at fucking Disneyland. <laughs> they didn't back then, they do now. You time travel back to a time when it was forbidden. Oh uh, yeah, true. Ah, the forbidden fruit. Ah uh, yes. Perfect. See, the interesting thing is I don't know, unlike the other team, I don't know if I want to share, like, if you would find my stories interesting, maybe this is an excellent opportunity for us to get to know each other better. Serge, on this very program, I have heard stories about how you drove naked through the highways of Alberta. You have interesting stories. Wow, I should start watching this show. Yeah, we should really watch <laughs> yeah, this show. Yeah, me too. 
How about I invite you to the time I almost missed my own university um, graduation? Oh, we can either help this or make it better. Yeah, because um, I got the time wrong and my parents had to scramble to get there and they were like escorting me like, we got a late grad, we got a late grad. It was really quite exciting. I actually didn't go to my own graduation. Really? Because I felt it was a waste of time. But, but this actually makes up for it because what you can do is you can now talk to yourself from your past Reassure your family that you will grow up to be a good person and show yourself all the mistakes you've made along the way. Meanwhile, I can go be graduate Serge Yeager. You may have to plan in advance what your response is going to be to how, how well you've been using your degree. Show them just a clip of talking about long distance pissing. Why not take over my life from my youth? And because we're now living our lives as ourselves, the memories accumulate and we can tell instantly whether or not we're doing it better than we would have. Oh, I like that. So, okay, I'm now living in Japan. Yep. And you're now roasting coffee. Yes. Oh, I like this. I don't speak Japanese, but what a great time to learn. Exactly. And, I, and because I now can roast coffee and now have a contact in Japan, <laughs> we can start the third wave decades earlier. I know. I went there in 2010. They didn't, they were not doing espresso at the time. Oh, there's so much money to be made here. <laughs> delicious, delicious coffee money. I have a real good idea. All right, bring what it What if we each write down something that's happened in our past or a moment and then give it to each other in secret and then travel independently to the other one's timeline Ooh. and watch the event unfold? Watch it or like, are we trying to are we trying to solve or interfere or are we just like... I think like, it's up to that person's discretion. Okay. You know? Or is it a matter of like, all right, you got to see this. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of one of those things. All For right. me, it'd be like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, it's like this one time I went to Warp Tour and did mushrooms by myself. And it was like, here you go, Graham. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something I can say. Oh, God. I did them in the porta potty. <laughs> So that's where you find him. Because like I went by myself and I had to put the mushrooms in my shoe because I had to sneak them in, right? And they were in like a grocery bag, like a plastic bag in my shoe. And so I went into the porta potty at Warp Tour and did mushrooms. And then it was really hot that day and I was wearing jeans. So I went and bought shorts. Very high. Okay. At Warp Tour. Oh, what did they look like? They, I had a red shirt on. Uh-huh. So I bought red shorts. <laughs> And I had like, I didn't have, uh, I had shoes, but I had socks, but like not ankle socks, like pulled up socks. Oh, like, so like full on mid calf tube socks. Okay. So Adam Savadan comes out of a porta potty wearing red shorts, red shirt, tube socks pulled up, high as a kite. The only reason he's here now is he sent a, a chaperone back in time <laughs> to escort himself through Warp Tour. What I'm concerned about is that it would somehow compromise your friendship if you were like, oh, you, I saw you in a mushroom vision at Warp Tour. <laughs> I had a lot of fun that day. It was a very I'm fun sure you, I'm sure you did. And the best part about that day was I hung out in the middle between the main stages. Uh -huh. And so I like would stare at one stage and then I would just shift and like stare at the other stage and then the next band would play and I would move. But since the sun was in one direction, I got a sunburn on one half of my face because of where I was standing. So maybe you could be like, hey, maybe you should move around a bit so you don't sunburn the crap out of yourself. We have the opportunity to put right what once was wrong. And Ooh. I just remembered one of my biggest regrets. Okay. Mid-20 aughts. This is just before I'd gone to Japan. 
Picture this, Edmonton, Alberta, the Edmonton Folk Fest. David Byrne is playing, and I've been asked to come in to the Folk Fest and assist David Byrne in reinstalling Mac OS X onto his computer and attaching his Bluetooth Sony Ericsson phone to it. What? Yeah. And I will go back and make sure that David Byrne pays me the 350 fucking dollars that he still owes me to this day. I'll be the muscle. I'll just stand behind him. It's like, you gonna pay the kid? That's pretty good. He let me take his leftover beer, but it was Big Rock and I didn't know any better at the time. I tried to pay you in beer. Oh, wow, that's a dick move. All right, my biggest regret, I'm going to send you to a child's birthday party. And if a kid goes to lift up a hockey stick, just stop them before it gets too far. I'll make sure to definitely do that, but quite frankly, you've sent me to a child's birthday party, so now I have a second least favorite moment in my life. All of my younger regrets fall into two distinct categories. Every single one of them. Okay. One is, I said something stupid, mm -hmm. or two, I didn't realize she was into me. Uh, that, it's all covered by those two things. Yeah. And I, there's no distinct thing I can be like, yes, this was the regret. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, I don't know what I can... I don't know what I can enlist you to fix. That's fair. <laughs> I don't think you'd want to send me back. After the stories I've just told you, <laughs> the, yeah. the two instances in my life, I don't think I'm the guy, I'm not like Scott Bakula. Like they're not sending me back in time, right? Mm -hmm. To fix people's problems. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Adam Savadan's job. <laughs> well, I'm going to confer one point for agreeing to do friendship at Disneyland. It was a good instinct. Uh, even if you didn't follow through with it. And then 10 points for that entire Warped Tour story. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> um, you get a point for the phrase Piss Ninja. It's retroactive from the last round. Very good phrase. Thank you for that. And 10 points for that David Byrne story, mm. which I think brings us to a tie. There is no prize. I would like to thank Adam, Graham, Ian, and Serge for talking. I would like to thank you for watching, liking, commenting, and subscribing. This has been The Panelists. Instead of jokes, we're making references. <laughs>